This is Musically Cogitating, a show asking and answering important questions about music, the people who make it, and discussing about how all of that continues to impact the way that you and I go throughout our everyday lives. If this is your first time listening to this here show, or if you've listened to every episode so far, or if you're just somewhere in the middle catching up in between, thank you so much and welcome. I am your host, Siad. Wells. If you could, I would really appreciate it if you left a review for this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchasers. It helps me to know if you are enjoying the show, how I can improve, and it also helps for other people to find the show. So if you are enjoying the show, that is one way to support. Another way, of course, is to share it with your friends. I don't have much linked in the show notes today, but anything that I think is relevant and that you might find interesting will definitely be linked there. Today, we are going to continue in this series talking about magical musical places. And I'm ready for this one today because I think it's a banger. They're all bangers, but I think this is really, really a banger. And we're going to talk about the most intimate of the musical spaces the shower no okay so we are going to talk about the shower but we're really just going to talk about our homes and the various rooms in our houses and the places that we live and how those function in our musical lives how music is made in these places how there is some sort of magic that exists there because we do in fact spend so much time with music in the places that we live. Generally, I would say that a lot of our musical memories, or at least for me anyway, they do start at home because home is a place where, as I said, you listen to so much music. I remember sitting on my bedroom floor and being the most angsty of the angsty teenagers, and I would just be listening to really sad, sad music. I I was in my bedroom listening to music crying about things that that weren't even important to me about experiences that I was not even living but you know what I remember that because I was in my my bedroom doing it and and still am today you know music I, I learned it to play all of those instruments yes at school and in lessons and with ensembles and with people but a lot of that alone time again we talked about the practice room but it happened in my bedroom right and I think it is that way for a lot of people I got to learn so much about music just being in that that bedroom that space where I grew up and it's still a very very special place to me although my parents have painted my walls it was of course for the best our homes are places that are important and special to us musically speaking because I hope that it's a place where we don't feel as though we're being judged for the type of music that we listen to and that we like and that we love hopefully I I know that that is not everyone's experience at home but of course in in a more perfect world our homes are safe for us and that is where our first relationships with music begin they begin deep in the safety of our homes and in the various rooms in our homes our homes 
they hear music, they hear us talking about music, and they get to know us in a way that no other place in the world probably does. And it's just a really interesting thing to think about and to consider because we probably think that most music is happening or or our relationship to music is happening largely in spaces with other people but I think to some degree it happens where we are most comfortable and for many of us that means we are most comfortable in our own homes so let's talk about some of the magical musical spaces in our homes let's start with the kitchen now i think that the kitchen is in a lot of ways the ultimate music making space and if you listen to last week's episode about how music is all around us and in nature highly recommend listening to that if you haven't but if you did you would know that i said you know music is all around us it's in nature there's all these beautiful sounds of the hummingbirds and the trees and the leaves underneath their feet and you know i would say probably the same about the kitchen although there are no leaves and trees under the feet probably you know in in the kitchen it's that something is being sauteed in the frying pan and that uh, there's a beeping of the oven because the pie needs to be taken out and then there's something in the micro the butter the butter is in the microwave because you're about to put that into the cake that you're about to put in after the pie came out there's just so much happening there are so many of these sounds that happen of course in the kitchen naturally without even having to try and sometimes they are organized and sometimes they are not but I would still think there is something there that makes us listen and that that we hear you can of course though have these sounds be made intentionally on pots and pans and wooden spoons and There are many people whose first drum sets, their first time making music in an organized way, in an intentional way, is because they find their way into the cabinet in their house where there are pots and pans and and then they go to the drawer with the wooden spoons and they take it out and they just start banging on things. I mean, I'm sure that 95% of the drummers drumming right now would say, yeah, I got my first start on the pots and pans in that place that I lived in our kitchen. You know, I think it's just pretty common. And it's common because it is so much fun, especially as you're a tiny human, a, a, you know, a child trying to to just be excited to have energy and to let it let it out and to let loose. Another way that I think we discover music that we have a relationship with music in the kitchen is that some people like to listen to music while they cook. I know that I I do. And while sometimes I get a little bit too into the music, right, I can start singing and then something is burning. Don't ever do that. But it does happen. I know that it is just so it is so awesome. And it's it's hard to describe like what happens when you are you are cooking your eggs and but the music is is happening, right? The Rihanna, the Beyonce is in the background and you're you're getting your eggs and you're about to, to flip them or whatever. It's just 
it's something there and you can also be singing and cooking I know sometimes I get a little bit into the singing and then I'm overpowering the music I'm listening to and yes something is still burning but I am singing my best song I am giving the performance that I've always wanted to give of my life time and and even still when you are with other people right it's even better when you're cooking and someone else is singing so that you can focus but then you you all can but if you're singing too then you all are having a duet right and then and it's just so good it's so harmonious and all this happens in the kitchen yes the kitchen is for for making the food that nourishes our bodies and feeds our souls put that on a bumper sticker but it is also a place where we make music it is also a magical musical place and of course I'm the person who thought of this, so I think it's really beautiful. We're, we're going to move on to another room in our house, and we're going to talk about the living room. Now, living rooms are, are interesting places for a lot of people because some people have two sort of living spaces in their house. They might have like a, a, a bonus room, an entertainment room, and then they have the living room, which is where you go when the... Uh, when it's Sunday or when the uh, adults are coming over with you. I mean, everybody's different, you know. So we're just talking about living room broadly, you know, a space where you feel comfortable that's maybe not a bedroom or a kitchen. Living rooms are where people gather and to, to, to do things, to talk, to have important conversations, but also just to be with another person or to be with a group of people and you know we would always gather in our living room when people came over because we wanted to sort of welcome them into the space and I don't know about your family but if if you know in my family we're having a an event a gathering a, a special day a holiday then we would always be in the living room and then at some point after everyone had been there for a while and was tired but you know no one was ready to leave then that's when the music would come on and for instance like at thanksgiving we would dance and we would sing you know someone would plug in their phone or we would get out our cds because yes cds are still beautiful things and we would just get to it you know we, we would allow for the music to overcome us for it to overtake us and we would we would listen and we would enjoy the music but we would be singing over the music of course because that's that's how you listen to music when you're with a group of people right you're really singing over the music and you're listening to the other people but it was great because this was our way of being a family of of being together of enjoying each other and some of my earlier performances that were i would say public outside of church were yes at these family gatherings right i used to lip sync so hard for my family you couldn't not tell me that i was not beyonce the head member of dusty child because i was giving you the best performance and i did that for my family and i'm not sure that without their support and just letting me sing and be that i would be making music today because they were just they were just the most attentive group of people and they would laugh and they would sing and they were laughing not because they were making fun of me right but because they were supporting everything that i was giving to them and this was all in the living room 
these moments where we gather together, where we are in each other's company, where music surrounds all of us, right, is so, so important, especially in the context of our homes, because we want to feel comfortable. We want to feel safe. We want to feel loved. And that is so, 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 so magical. And of course, musical. (laughs) Now, I want to talk about everyone's favorite room in the house, the shower. Okay. Now I think the shower and I could say bathroom, but it's really in the shower that we, we, we have magical musical moments, right? I mean, I, I'm, I don't know about you, but the shower is everyone's biggest fan, biggest supporter, because we all sing in the shower and I don't know about you, but you know, I'm a person who can't listen to music in the shower because if I do, I will spend too much time in the shower because I will, I will get into it. You know, I'm giving my second best performance in the shower every morning. I will be giving a shower. I will be giving a performance so loud that my neighbors in my downstairs apartment can hear me through three doors and 10 layers of concrete because that is what the shower is giving to me. And that's what I want to get back <laughs> to the shower. So all, all of that to say, I usually listen to podcasts in the shower if I'm going to listen to anything at all. Sometimes I'll just be with my thoughts. But if I'm with my thoughts, I usually then I start singing and see you see where this is going. Right. But we the shower is an interesting place and people sing in the shower because no one is listening. That's why shower performers, shower singers are so popular and when pe- when someone's in the shower, what you really want is some peace and some quiet. And yeah, really loud music kind of cancels out the quiet of that. But it's a place where you can perform. You can give it your all while no one is listening, while no one is watching. It's your place to workshop. It's your place to give a good performance and to just be. And it's really, really private because you're not going to be interrupted. You should not be interrupted at right that time is for you and you only and so the shower becomes this place where we love to just make music right we love to just give it our all we like to pretend and envision that we are on broadway and that this is going to be the performance that gives us our tony right that's the one where you you get a an award for being on a stage i hope that that's right (laughs) But yeah, the shower is just the place where so much music is made, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I think a lot of people are shower performers. I think I think if a lot of people felt supported and felt loved, maybe they would be outside of the shower singers and performers too. Uh, but but any but you know, I say all that because the showers are our biggest fans. We we got we have a lot of magical musical moments by ourselves in uh, that the the steamy steamy place that's not a sauna but that is still really wet so <laughs> the the final room space here that has a, a little bit you know uh, more interesting function for for us is the bedroom and thinking of this place you know the place where you sleep where you lay your head down at night on that sweet sweet fluffy pillow <laughs> you know i remember discovering so much music just being by myself in my room and listening and 
if you could not tell, I am um, pretty music obsessed. And so my childhood bedroom uh, that I've mentioned, of course, had all of these posters of various musicians all over it, right? It was like this place where I could express all of my different musical interests and my parents let me just put up all the all the posters that I could possibly fit on those walls and I got to express not only the music that I I loved but the music that I was interested in I got to explore all of that by myself and I think when you were able to have this space where you are understanding and coming to a relationship with music in private it is the absolute best best way for us to be able to do that and again you get to express yourself because sometimes you know you want to listen to something that no one else in your house wants to listen to but you can do that because you can listen to it on your your headphones or you can listen to it and be louder than anyone else in the house and you want to stick it to the man so you are going to turn it up as loud as you possibly can but again that is how we come to know and to love and to understand music in this here magical musical space the bedroom as i've said it's where a lot of us practice music it's where we learn music it's where we discover what we do and it also also where we discover what we don't like and we can do that without any shame any judgment i think that's what i want to really impart with you today is that your house your space your place where you live it is magical because you can exist there as a musical person and as a musical being without any sort of judgment and whoa mic drop because I would say that was that was beautiful if I must say so myself uh, but again in these bedrooms in these places where we we lay our heads on these sweet sweet pillows there's also a lot of different modalities that we can take right because maybe in your room there's a couch maybe there's a bed maybe there's a chair and as we come to learn what music we like and how it makes us feel we we start to use these different pieces of furniture to sort of dictate and inform how comfortable we are when we are experiencing the music that we are listening to some people you know they they have listening rooms in their houses that are just designed and are uh, perfectly attuned as they say to listening on really expensive audio equipment and maybe you don't have the expensive audio equipment but you do have a room where you go and you listen to music and it is that is all that you do there because your focus your intention is to be with the music and that is important and if someone is listening and would like to sponsor for me a really expensive listening chair please reach out my email is in the show notes i could be the only one who feels this way about the music and their house thinking that it is a magical musical place and that's okay that's okay it's really uh, beautiful that there are so many different ways that we experience and we come to listen to music in our homes so I just wanted to impart that I wanted to leave that with you because there's some magic happening there
So let it. Uh, now it is time for me to recommend you something to listen to. And this week I'm going to go with Live at the Ground Up Music Festival by Snarky Puppy. So I really, 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 really like Snarky Puppy. And they recently released a live album of their most recent recording at the Ground Up Music Festival, which is a music festival of which they are the headliners. And so it's great stuff. It'll be linked, of course. As I have said at the top of the show, you can leave a like rating and review for the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Give us a follow on social media and the website. Sign up for the newsletter and all that good stuff. And if you'd like to sponsor the show by giving me a listening chair, or if you'd like to be more realistic and support the show using the buy me a coffee link, you can do so in the show notes. So that's all I have for you today. I'll be exploring another magical musical place really, really soon on the next episode of the Musically Cogitating Podcast. Until then.